Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is sponsored by BT because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes, and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. No doubt connectivity is a must in Westminster, and it certainly helped us to get this episode created and distributed to you listening right now. BT already connects more than 1 million businesses and public sector organisations, offering secure and reliable connectivity. Nearly three quarters of people running a business or side hustle feel they couldn't do so without reliable broadband and mobile connectivity. That's why having connectivity you can count on is a must for business, whether it be facilitating multiple devices being connected at once or making team calls or guest wi-fi access for customers bt's connectivity helps keep you and your customers happy whatever your business bt's got your back search bt's got your back Hello and welcome to part two of the Red Box podcast quiz of the year. I'm Matt Chorley, taking a look back over the year in politics and what we can remember of it. If you haven't listened to part one yet, this might not make any sense. If you have listened to it, it might not make any sense either. Going into the second half, the scores are Times journalists Lucy Fisher and Patrick Kidd are on 20 and a half. Uh, Times columnists Daniel Finkelstein and Matthew Paris are on 8 and a half. And MPs, Conservative Johnny Mercer and Labour's Ruth Smith are on 13. Now, in the uh, part one, we pulled our crackers. Now we're going to do the jokes. So <coughs> let's start with you, Patrick, as your job is to write jokes. Um, I'm worried that some of my best material might come out. Well, <laughs> um, we start with what is the biggest ant? I don't know, Patrick. What is the biggest ant? An elephant. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Ruth. At least we've got got Ruth here to... to, uh, This is the sound of rustling of um, of, uh, Christmas hats. Uh, Lucy, what was your joke? Why does Santa have three gardens? So he can ho-ho-ho. Very good. Uh, Ruth? They're getting worse. Um, Where do cows go on a Saturday? The movies. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Johnny where does Tarzan buy his clothes from a jungle sale jungle sale oh yes very good um, Matthew's still dissecting his cracker my joke now for my, my, my glasses talk among yourselves <laughs> uh, Danny do you want to give us yours yeah it doesn't actually make any sense this by the way I, maybe it's just me uh, why didn't the skeleton go to the new year's party and the answer is he had no body to go with. But isn't oh. yes. that, yeah. the skeleton yeah. is a body? Nobody else has got a body. <laughs> well, right. Can we do mine? It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you get if you cross an apple with a Christmas tree? A pineapple. Uh, <laughs> very good. Um, uh, mine was, how do you make gold soup? Put nine carrots in it. 
<laughs> All right, there we are then. Um, well, you could have spent more on the Christmas yeah, crackers. Yeah. Be honest. Absolutely not. You've had homemade. I made. I did you make the crackers? Well. crackers? I'll be honest. I spent more jokes. time on the on the making of the mince pies than I did on the crackers. Right, let's um, crack on then. This is uh, what we're calling round five because it follows on from uh, part one. So round five is called Exit Stage Left. Nobody is unsackable, Theresa May said before proving herself unable to sack anybody. There were plenty of comings and goings though this year, and so we've got three questions per team on uh, the people who came and went in 2017. Well, let's start with the uh, columnists, because they're doing so well. Mm. Um, I have no desire to rock the boat now, and anyone who interprets my decision to leave in that way is just plain wrong. Which Labour MP stood down? Uh, to take on a prestigious role earlier this oh, year. Tristram Hunt. Tristram, I, no, the, the second half of the question basically gave it away, but Tristram Hunt is the correct answer. He went on to direct the V&A. Uh, Michael Fallon resigned from the Cabinet in November, but in what year did he first become a minister? I think he was a minister in the, in the uh, government in which he lost a seat in 92. So I would say 90. 1990 is the correct answer. Well Good knowledge. And finally, Baroness Trumpington resigned her seat in the House of Lords at the age of 95. What did she, how did she protest at a speech by a friend, Lord King, during the Lords debate? Two fingers. She flicked in the V's, oh, that's absolutely right. <laughs> Jean Trumpington. She was asked why she'd chosen Trumpington for her title and she said she lived halfway between two villages in Cambridgeshire. One was called Trumpington and the other was called Six Mile Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. OK, the politicians now. How many jobs did George Osborne have before he resigned from Parliament to take up the role as editor of the Evening Standard? Was it six or seven? Six. I think he only had five then. Well, it says six here. Six, so as yeah. you said six, Ruth, you could have a point. Thank you very much. Although you did basically say all the numbers. Um, <laughs> which Labour MP who served as Jeremy Corbyn's shadow education secretary for two days before resigning announced they would not stand again as a candidate in this year's election? A dear and valued colleague, Ruth. Someone who made a deep impression um, on me. Pat Glass. Pat Glass is the right answer. Well done. Uh, and finally, number three, I have no doubt at all that Theresa May will continue to serve and work hard as Prime Minister and do it brilliantly. Who said that as they resigned this year? Pretty Patel. Not David Cameron. Pretty not, Patel. Not Pretty Patel. Cameron. Uh, oh, Osborne. No. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> else? Shout out somebody who resigned this year. Resigned or didn't fight the election again? No, it's resigned. It's not Lord Folkes. No, the answer oh. is the answer is Fiona Hill. Five. And we can trust her judgment on all these matters. <laughs> uh, and finally, the journalists. How many people tracked Pretty Patel's plane from Kenya to London <laughs> as she came home to be? Twenty-two thousand is the correct answer, which is also the number of people she met in Israel. Um, <laughs> number two, uh, I will leave amicably, cheerfully, and in the knowledge that we won. Who said it, and what were they leaving? I will leave amicably, cheerfully, and in the knowledge that we won. Paul Nuttall. <laughs> You're very close. It was Douglas Carswell quitting UKIP. Uh, and finally, what was Michael? Why was Michael Heseltine sacked as a government advisor? Can I do this? Or yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, he voted against the uh, government in, a, in on the European bill. And he did on Article yeah, 50. It's the correct answer. It's not my favourite Heseltine story of the year, though. Go on. The, the revelation that he strangled an Alsatian. <laughs> I think that was last year. Was that last year? I think year? it was last year. Yeah. I think so we did the strangled a Spaniel this year. I think we did, the quiz, I think we did that in the quiz last year. And he's still a very good story. <laughs> Followed up by Theresa May being genuinely funny when she told Boris, Boris the dog was put down um, when, he made, when he compared himself to the dog. Right, uh, the next round is called Who Said That? If politicians <coughs> can do nothing else, they can talk. So in this round, we want to see how much of what they say that you can remember. Each team will get a list of quotes. 
One person will read them out doing their best impressions, and the other person guesses who said it. Each team will have one minute. Uh, looking at the scores, would you believe the columnists are still in third place? So you can go first. Who's going to do the reading and who's going to do the guessing? I'll do the reading because Dan is more likely to do the guessing. Okay. I mean, to get it right. You have to find your glasses, though. <laughs> yes, I found them. <laughs> it's a bit like Christmas. There we are. Where are my glasses? It's more because it, Matthew's How radio voice is so wonderful. It oh, that is true. Him doing them in his best uh, possible. So um, let's just set the clock. Right, here we go then. Matthew Paris, Daniel Finkelstein, your minute starts now. Mutton-headed old mugwump. Oh, that's Boris. It's correct. What's the requirement of my job? I don't have to be very clever. David, I don't have to David know. David Davis. I accept that in meeting organisations and politicians during a private holiday in Israel... How pretty, <laughs> If we don't back Theresa May, we'll have no Brexit. Uh, Jeremy Hunt. This is not about promoting an individual. It's about having a proper and full leadership election. Uh, is it Owen Smith? Nope. No. Carry on. The Foreign Secretary's living proof that the woolly mammoth can return from extinction. Oh my God. I don't know what that is. This is bollocks, it's untrue. You really can't just go around making this stuff up. Is that Boris? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he, op he opens his mouth, but the words don't come out. He's choking. Now everybody's joking, and the clocks run out. Matthew Paris rapping is definitely a high. <laughs> like just, uh, I keep going. Oh, that's your time is up. Your time is up. Uh, well, well, I, well, I was going to say, well done. You started off well, a good four in yeah, a row. Yeah. This is not about promoting an, indiv an individual. It's about a full and proper leadership election. It was Grant Shapps when he, oh, of course, Christ. boasted he'd got 30 people to put their names to a letter yeah, yeah, for yeah. Theresa May to go, but they all turned out to be his aliases. Um, the Foreign <laughs> Secretary's living proof that it, the woolly mammoth can return from extinction was Alan Duncan about his boss, Boris Johnson. Uh, this is Bollocks is Untrue was Emily Thornbury confronting Michael Fallon and Andrew Marr and uh, he opens his mouth but the words don't come out he's choking now everybody's joking now and the clock's run out it was Ian Duncan Smith rapping Eminem on Good <laughs> Morning Britain uh, another highlight what was, what, was, uh, what was Emily saying was Bollocks um that's the sound of a can of Diet Coke being opened for the benefit of listeners at home. Um, I think Donald Trump's just walked in. It was, I can't remember. It was some, one of that sort of, you know, Emily Thornby wants to shut down the army or something. One of, one of those sort of uh, Tory attack lines against Labour, which worked so well in June. Uh, right, let's um, move on. The politicians now, who's going to do the reading? I'm who's, reading. Right, Ruth is volunteers, <laughs> so you're guessing, okay, Johnny. Cool. Okay, then. In fairness, Here, he volunteered me. Here we go. Ruth Smee, Johnny Mercer, your minute starts now. Part of your education ought to be teaching you about, you know, how you can grow a carrot. Jeremy Coleman. Nope. Scotland is much loved across the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boris. No. Uh, I could have told nobody I'd join the Lib Dems. I could have merely shown my allegiance in the privacy of the voting booth, but I didn't. Vince Cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Natalie. Uh, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Smell my spaniel. Ah, oh, Tim Farron. Good very man. Well done. Um, the Theresa May I speak to privately is very different to the one I see in public on the television. I do think she's overcoached. Oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God you got that right. Um, I am Monsieur Zen. Who? Monsieur Zen. Uh, no idea. I've never been caught in a paedophile gang or anything. Uh, oh, um, crikey. <laughs> I've never been caught in a paedophile gang. 
Well, your time, your time is oh, up, but it's such a good quote. Start with yeah. So uh, let's go through those. Um, uh, I think you got two. Oh, so um, that's done very well. Part of your education ought to be teaching you about, you know, how to grow a carrot was Emily Thornbury. The much discussed Emily Thornbury. Scotland is much loved across the whole country was Andrea Leadsom. <laughs> I could have uh, told nobody I joined the Lid Dems with Rachel Johnson. Rachel Johnson yeah. I'm not Natalie was Leanne Woods. Uh, speaking to Paul Nuttall, oh, I think kept calling her Natalie yeah, 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 showing yeah. the TV debate. Paul, I think Paul Nuttall might be my just highlight. Of <laughs> he might yeah. be the hero of 2017. 2017 you know? um, uh, I'm, I am Monsieur Zen was Jeremy Corbyn, and I've never been caught in a paedophile gang or anything. Was Paul Nuttall <laughs> the tremendous? This guy's a legend. He's the, he's the hero of 2017. He is the hero of 2017. I think he was we trying to justify here. the Hillsborough stuff. Yeah, we came in here struggling to find a hero of 2017. Mm. We found. I him. think we, we can all. It's something we can he's all. We can all rally about. Um, very good. Well, well, I was going to say very good. I mean, you got two. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, you're joining in. Um, right now, on to the uh, journalist. Who's reading? Lucy's reading. The one that was probably most suitable for me was chasing a badger across Dartmoor, capturing it and breaking its neck with one's bare hands. That sounds like David Davis. Incorrect. Moving on. <laughs> you don't know it. You're logging into your iPad here. You've announced a major policy and you don't know how much it will cost. Oh, that was speaking to Diane Abbott. Was it John Humphreys? No. Um, uh, I oh, think I have shown the typical calm of a mountaineer. If I ever truly get Barney, angry... Michelle Barney. Correct. The farmers so weren't too pleased about that. <laughs> the farmers weren't too pleased about that. Oh, uh, Theresa May talking about wheat. Yes. Yes. I work every single day to bring forward the end of Corbyn's tenure in office. <laughs> Clive Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be a bit of a glum bucket. Uh, that's uh, Quentin Letts yes. to uh, Theresa May. Harry can't actually fly a helicopter. He just sits there. Oh, the Emma Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, particularly, I mean, I, th I think you, so. I think you got four right, but I think you can have an extra point for doing uh, accents. Yes. Um, <laughs> although um, I think Patrick's confirmed he's never heard Clive Lewis speak. If he thinks that that's uh, that's what he sounds no, like. No, I didn't know. Well, we're supposed to do accents. I mean, I just thought all of mine were Matthew Paris. Well, because I, <laughs> I can't do accents. <laughs> Uh, so the ones that you got wrong, um, uh, strangling, uh, chasing a badger across Dartmoor, capturing it and breaking its neck with one's bare hands was Aaron Henry Patton. Bolton, the UKIP leader. <laughs> it was the, in his first major interview as UKIP leader, he boasted he could kill a badger with his bare hands. Sounds um, like a normal chap. Proving that at least UKIP now treats black and white equally. Hmm. Um, oh. Number two, you don't know it, you're logging into your iPad here, was uh, Emma Barnett to Jeremy Corbyn when he had trouble with maths. Um, the fact that you had so many people who, who it might have been in the Labour Party uh, tells you something, Patrick. Um, uh, I work every single day to bring forward the end of Corbyn's tenure in office is the hugely effective Lord Mandelson, because that's not happening. You did also, you skipped over one of my favourite quotes yeah. of the year, Lucy. The worst thing, there's a bonus point here for anyone, the worst thing about having a donkey is what to do when they die. Keir Starmer, <laughs> who uh, gave a speech in um, the press gallery in Parliament and gave a very long extended story about how his parents used to keep donkeys and the process you have to go, to, go through when they die. Good. Well, I'm glad we've um, cleared all of that up. So the scores as they stand, I mean, it is, I mean, there's some action. So currently in third place, the columnist was 16 and a half, but only half a point ahead of the MPs on 17. And the reporters have got 26 and a half. So I think it's probably a fight for second place. If we're honest. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. That brings us on to round seven and play your Farage's rights. This year, Nigel Farage complained that he is 53, separated and skint, the poor thing. Uh, the biggest shock, though, is that he is only 53. So I'm going to test you on whether you think other well-known people are older or younger than Nigel Farage in keeping with the popular play your cards right. You need to say whether or not their age is higher or lower. We'll go around the table. Uh, you're taking one at a time. So we'll start with Patrick and Lucy. Brad Pitt, higher or lower than Nigel Farage? He's older. He's older. Matt wrote it in his red older. box this week. Very good. You're testing your reading of red box. He's 54, amazingly. Three months older than Nigel Farage. Uh, Ruth and Johnny, Halle Berry, older or younger? Older. I was going to go younger, but... Well, well. there's a there's division. Clear the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> we younger. lose all of those. Younger. You're going to go younger. That's the right, uh, the right thing to do. It's the correct answer. <laughs> She's 51. Matthew and Danny, Theresa May. Older. Older. Older is correct. She's 61. Uh, we should have said smell my span. Oh, no, no. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do, complicated. you can do that later. Um, Patrick and Lucy, Madonna. Older or younger than Nigel Farage? Must be older. Older. Older is correct. She's 59. Ruth and Johnny, Tom Cruise. Uh, he's older. older. He is, but only just 55. Matthew and Danny, Melania Trump. Younger. Younger. Youngest, 47. Patrick and Lucy. Debbie McGee. The oh, lovely Debbie McGee. She's 58. Yeah. 59, in fact. Uh, well, maybe it depends which bit of Wikipedia you're reading. Does he get the point taken off for lunging at a, correct, at a sort of specific answer and being wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I think generally in politics these days, lunging is banned under all circumstances. Uh, Ruth and Johnny. Nick Clegg. I think oh. he's younger. Actually. Yeah. He is young, he's 50. Danny and Matthew, Times columnist Philip Collins. He's younger. He is younger. It's his 50th birthday, not very longer. Oh, I wasn't invited. (laughs) (laughs) Was anybody else here invited to Phil Collins? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Exclusive. Unbelievable. Patrick and Lucy, George Clooney, older or younger than Nigel Farage? 
think older. What do you think? Yeah, mm. that's older. 56 is correct, yeah. so he is older. Uh, Ruth and Johnny, Noel Gallagher. Younger. That's correct. He was, he's 50 this year as well. Were you at his party as well, Danny? <laughs> Danny and Matthew, Paul Hollywood. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I do know who he is. I the, think, the, the man offered the Great British Bake Off. It's very, I think he's almost the same. I would think he was younger. He younger he younger. is. He's 51. Yeah. Uh, Patrick and Lucy, Marie Le Pen. Older, I think. Older? Incorrect. She's uh, younger. She's 49. Sorry. Uh, Ruth and Johnny. Simon Cowell? Uh, older. Is correct. He's 58. And finally, Matthew and Danny. Henry Bolton, who I don't need to tell you is... Yeah, I think he's older. Yeah. He's no, older. he's not. But he is older. He's correct. Who is he? I'm the leader of the UKIP. He is the leader of UKIP. We discussed oh. it about two oh, minutes yeah. past. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they slipped from the mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 it was Henry Bolton when I wrote the quiz. It might have changed while we've been in It doesn't mean leaders of UKIP. It means things that you say. <laughs> <laughs> right, very good. Here we go then. We're moving on to our last round. Um, let's take a look at the points as we hurtle our way into the final round with 20 the columnists, with 22 the MPs and with 30 and a half the reporters. So all to play for. We've got ten questions. Let's just do your buzzers again, Lucy and Patrick. Nothing has changed. Very good. Oh, Jeremy, oh, Jeremy Corwin. Corwin. Very good. And Daniel. Smell my spaniel. Smell my spaniel. Very good. Okay, here we go then. Question number one: What is the name of Tim Farron's famous spaniel that invited us to smell? Clearly not that famous. <laughs> the answer is Jasper. Uh, question number oh. two. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Corbyn. Uh, well, we asked this question whether it was named after the uh, Lib Dem press officer. Former Times Diaries, Jasper Gerard, and uh, no answer was forthcoming. Like so many questions that Tim found face during the election campaign. Um, number two, which professional football team did Paul Nuttall claim he'd played for? Nothing strange. Tranmere. Patrick Kidd. I was about to say Tranmere. Tranmere is correct. Tranmere was. You're going to give that point to Daddy? Yeah. Oh, the Why? spirit of Christmas. No, no. How no. You've got so many points now. You can't put my table. No, no, because we're... It doesn't bother them, and well, we're yeah, in yeah, co exactly. competition for a Champions League place. This is just become journalists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number three. What did Theresa May admit she'd never tried during a trip to Japan? Oh, Jeremy Corbyn, sushi? No. Nothing has changed. Lucy? Winning an election? <laughs> you were you were close in sushi, so it's something a, a local thing. Sake? No, an activity rather than the food. Jeremy okay. Corbyn, sumo karaoke. Not sumo. Karaoke is the correct answer, Daddy. Well done. Uh, She's never done karaoke. Never done karaoke. Has she been in karaoke? Sensible lady. <laughs> yeah, sensible it's lady. almost like she's yeah. no fun at all. Um, <laughs> although actually, I hate karaoke, and I, I, it's the one one of her few redeeming features this year. That and the fact she doesn't like cats. Uh, number four. Which <laughs> Labour MP elected this year as a former Welsh rugby national? Oh, oh Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, Tonya, Antonia, and I'm going to say her name surname wrong. So can we just go with? Tonya. Tonya and Yeah. Yeah, the MP for Gower is the correct answer. Question number five. What is the name of Ed Miliband's podcast? Not that we should be advertising it, really. I don't know, but it's very popular. <laughs> it's <laughs> not as popular as the Red Box podcast, of course. Oh, no. No. Right, the answer is re reasons to be cheerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number six. What was the highest estimate that Diane Abbott gave of the cost of employing 10,000 police officers during a radio interview? Smell my spaniel. Oh, no, you nothing has changed, Patrick. 
36 million? No. Danny? 300 million. No. Jeremy Corbyn, it Go was on. 10 million. 80 million was the answer you were looking for. Yeah. Although, just that, you <laughs> shouting out numbers, it's a bit like listening to a Diane Abbott uh, interview. Uh, number seven, how many Tory mutineers made a front page splash over this government? Go Jeremy on, Patrick. 15 is a correct answer. And it worked so well. Um, Number eight, what was the surname of the Theresa erroneously tagged into Donald Trump's attempt to tweet the Prime Jeremy Minister? Jeremy Corbyn. Go on. May. No. The Theresa, the, the, the actual name of the yeah. Theresa. Well, her, <laughs> well, you're wrong, right, because it was at Theresa May. Yeah. Yeah, her actual was, name yeah. is Theresa Scrivener. I'll have a point, thank you very much. Well, you can have a point. <laughs> you can have a point for knowing the name of your leader. Well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, question number nine. Which Scottish MP faced criticism after missing a Commons debate on universal credit so he could referee? Oh, Nothing God. has changed. Oh, Ross Thompson. Yeah. Incorrect. No. Uh, Douglas Ross. Ross. Douglas Ross oh. is the correct answer, Patrick. And finally, the last question. I don't think it's ever made an appearance in the bedroom. I've never had to try and sort of shoo it out. What was Philip May talking about? Patrick? Red Box. Red Box is the correct answer. He was talking about uh, Theresa May's Red Box. Um, which brings us to the end of the quiz. Oh, no. We've, we've lost, Danny. <laughs> well, don't give it away, Matthew. That's, you know. Um, it's like Manchester City. We sort of lost in the first round. The probability of winning was really low. Off you you, you ploughed on regardless. So, a, a shock to no one. Uh, in third place with 23 and a half are the columnists. Uh, in second place with 25, the MPs. But with 33 and a half... Once again, the reporters have done themselves proud, so well done to <laughs> A very special thank you to all of our contestants, Patrick Kidd and Lucy Fisher, uh, Daniel Finkelstein and Matthew Paris, and Johnny Mercer and Ruth Smeath. I'd also like to thank Redbox reporter Hannah McGrath for setting the questions and keeping score, and Alex Jakes for making the podcast sound brilliant, not just today, but all year. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on your Android device, so new episodes, including a couple of specials over the Christmas break, download automatically and sign up to receive the red box morning email at thetimes.co.uk forward slash red box but for now thank you for listening tell your friends and have a very merry christmas we end 2017 much to be started Theresa may is prime minister jeremy corbyn clings on obviously and brexit means brexit although no one still quite knows what that means as a wise person has said nothing has changed nothing has changed from me matt Jolly, it's goodbye Thank you for downloading. To discover more, head to thetimes.co.uk.